This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I was talking to someone, and they were telling me that one of their neighbors is in a fight club. The first rule of fight club is you do not talk about fight club. I was like, what? What? <laughs> Where? <laughs> when? How? What? By my, by my house. Second rule of fight club is you do not talk about fight club. This is still a thing? Like, people do That's this? what I said. I said, what are you talking about, Fight Club? Someone yells stop, goes limp, taps out. The fight is over. Only two guys to a fight. One fight at a time, fellas. <laughs> I am, grown I am, stu- I am oh. floored right now. No, they get together. What are they doing? get. That's what I said. No shirts, no shoes. Seventh rule. Fights will go on as long as they have to. They get together. I said, where do they go? Somebody's house is a, a basement. What? Like in the movie. I said, no, they go and fight in a field. That's even better. Imagine driving <laughs> by and you're like, what is happening? And the eighth and final rule. If this is your first night at Fight Club, you have to fight. How is Late that nights? enjoyable? On a platter for you, Jay Kassan. On a platter. I knew it. Right there on a platter for Jay Kassan. Set him up. Had the conversation about Fight Club. That was great when I was a producer back in the day. Oh, they're talking about a movie? Perfect. Making a comparison. Uh, tell it a story. That's going to be our open the next day. Welcome into BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, Aaron Hawksworth. With you, plenty going on today. We're going to be hanging out for the next three hours. BetQL Network. Find us on the Odyssey app. Also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL. And you can find us on our Odyssey Sports YouTube page as well. 1020 Eastern Time. Jim Sonis from Fanda will drop by to talk some NFL, fantasy angles, player props, all that good stuff. And 1120, Dave Sherapan. He does the Cash Considerations podcast, longtime Vegas odds maker. Uh, curious to talk to Dave because uh, we have a lot of injuries popping up at the most important position in sports. It's, and it seems like we've had point spread movement this week just based off speculation. Uh, here in Chicago, looking at that Bears-Browns number, that came off of 7.5 down to 7. Is it because of Baker's shoulder? We'll find out. We'll get some more, uh, more info later today once Cleveland – uh, announces their first injury report. Aaron Hawksworth, how you doing this morning? Good morning. I'm doing great. I loved the open. That was fun. And I'm still shocked <laughs> there's fight clubs going on. We need we need Jake to go find this field and report back. I'm surprised the Chicago news isn't all over this yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to keep it hush-hush. I I'm gonna know, find, right? 
<laughs> I, I got to follow up. I got to see if I can get some more information. Maybe I'll, I'll share a tidbit every single day. I, would you want to go watch that? Would you be interested? If nobody's going to find okay. out. I am intrigued, nope. but I no do pictures. feel like. I don't Could think I'd feel comfortable be, being there. I don't think I would. You would not feel comfortable being there? Splattered with blood? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm into the violence. It's an underground thing. I don't want to get caught up in that mess. But I am interested and intrigued. I love the movie. I can't believe this is going on. I actually want to know, like, what do these dudes do for a it living is... that are involved in this? <laughs> it is pretty funny. Like, we, we do love hockey fights. We watch some of us watch UFC. We're into boxing, but you know, a little uncomfortable. I understand what you're saying. I understand exactly. <laughs> I have, what I have a story actually. Um, when I yeah. was when I was in high school, and I, I won't say where, but if you know me, you know. But there was the lacrosse team would do locker boxing, like after games or after practices. You didn't play lacrosse. No, I did not. This I heard about this through people who I knew who played lacrosse. Like I had friends in high school who were on the lacrosse team. And if someone, like, if you had beef or something, it would, you'd throw the gloves and the helmets on, they would box in the locker room. And then was it over? Or would it, would it carry over? No, that was the it. Box? Like, that, that was it. Like, you would, you would yeah, locker box and that are. would be the end of it. <laughs> no. All right, beef, beef squash. It's completely over. Yeah, crazy world. People are uh, mad about a lot of things, so maybe maybe it helps them out mentally with with some of the Fight Club going that's on. A, that's a good point. Maybe COVID <laughs> just got everyone all crazy, and they decided we, to start this up. That's a really get out and fight. <laughs> exactly, bored, locked in the house. Let's start a Fight Club. That sounds like a good. Move. I'm mad at mad at the wife. I'm mad at politics. I'm mad at everybody. Let's do this thing. Bears suck. Come on, Andy Dalton's a starter. Let's fight about it. <laughs> Welcome. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth. We'll have Joe G checking in with us in a moment. Every morning, Aaron, we begin with the day's headlines. Time for today's headlines. All right, so Ben Roethlisberger was named to the Steelers' injured list, and head coach Mike Tomlin says the quarterback has been dealing with a left pectoral injury. It's unclear how and when this injury happened, but there are also four Steelers dealing with groin injuries, including T.J. Watt, who exited the game in the first half last week, and fellow outside linebacker Alex Highsmith is also dealing with a groin injury. Coach Mike Tomlin says that they have to be ready, they have to be adjustable, um, and that line has already done some adjusting, Joe O. Can I interest you in the Bengals at plus three and a half? Oh, man. This is <laughs> tough. I mean, I just watched Joe Burrow throw three interceptions on three consecutive passes against the Bears, and they have the worst head coach. The, the head coach advantage certainly goes to Pittsburgh, three and a half. The look-ahead line was Pittsburgh minus seven. Now, that was before the Steelers looked horrendous against the Raiders and in a big spot for them. But yeah, uh, we talk about cluster injuries at times and usually we have to wait a little bit before we get to that point, but we're already there with the Steelers defense. That's the strength of the team. Their best player Watt is dealing with an injury. We, we need to find out. We need to find out what's going on with Watt also with Hayden too. It's strange to start a conversation with the defense, but that's how Pittsburgh wins their games right now. Um, I was not impressed with Cincinnati at all, at all. Offensively, they were better than the Bears. The problem was the turnovers this past weekend. And, you know, last year, 
Burrow as a rookie, he wasn't great. He wasn't great against the Steelers. So in his one appearance very early on, you don't want to take too much away from that. I guess, I guess, I don't feel good about it at all. At all. I mean, that Cincinnati offensive line is pathetic. It was pathetic last year as well. I don't know if Burrow's going to be able to stay healthy all season. But if you, Pittsburgh should not be favored by more than a field goal. So I understand why some people uh, would take a look at the Bengals. All right, so a couple of other injuries worth mentioning here. The Cleveland Browns placed Pro Bowl wide receiver Jarvis Landry on injured reserve with an MCL sprain in his left knee, uh, meaning he's going to miss a minimum of three games. And the good news for the Browns, though, is Odell Beckham Jr. does plan to play Sunday against the Bears. And finally, Bradley Chubb is set to have ankle surgery today to remove a bone spur. So for the fourth-year veteran, he's likely going to be moved to injured reserve with a recovery time expected between seven to eight weeks. So this is optimistic, but if things do go well, he could return later this season. Boy, when you put all that together, doesn't it seem like that's worth more than a half a point? And I know we're supposed yeah. to say running backs are worth very little. There's only a select few. And I would put Chubb on that list. He's terrific. I mean, he's for my money, he's the best running back in football right now. Uh, but when you think about Baker's shoulder, the question's there. And like, like you mentioned, the Landry injury. And what if they have no Chubb? Now, if they have no Chubb, then, I mean, the backup isn't too shabby either. And they have a terrific offensive line. So I guess that's what they're saying uh, with the movement down to seven here. But uh, we might see more movement after today. It's going to go in one direction or the other. I, I don't see it staying at seven, but um, it might be a time to get the Browns kind of cheap here. Justin Fields is going to be his first start of his career. A lot of pressure going back to Ohio. So uh, that's going to be interesting. We saw a lot of rookie mistakes, as expected, uh, in his time against the Bengals defense. Now you're facing uh, a tougher test, I would say, with the Browns. Yeah. All right, let's move on to baseball. The Phillies, they just won't go away. They kept their playoff hopes alive in walk-off fashion last night against the O's. I mean, this is the do-or-die pitch, if they're going to pitch to him or not. If they go 3-1, you know they're probably going to walk him anyway. As the runners lead off first and third, the count 2-1 and one to Real Muto. And he hits it down the right field line. Santander on the run, over toward the corner. He can't get it! It's a Game over, over, baby! Harper's already at third. He's coming home! The throw to the plate is not in time! It's a walk-off two-run triple by JT Real Muto! Here in the bottom of the 10th inning, the Phillies win it! So this could be a good time to bring in our guy, Joe G. The Phillies are just going to string you along. And I kept thinking, how about that Bryce Harper for MVP that you mentioned to us like a month ago, that future? I liked that one. Um, well done by you if you ended up playing that. Joe G, what's up? What are your thoughts on these Phillies? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we barely hear you joji very light Dang it it always happens i feel like that happens most days when he jumps on there's something go ahead yeah. can you bring it closer you just sound far away how There's about something. now? There you go. Oh, you winner, winner. We're here. <laughs> Listen, yeah, you're here. Phillies, this is what happens with the Phillies, right? They, they string us along. They string everyone along. They took them 18 innings to score a run against the Baltimore Orioles in the series. 18 innings. But then they win that game in extra innings. Guys, here's the thing. They go to Atlanta next week for three games. I, I just keep wondering, are they going to be alive when they get to Atlanta for three games? If they're there and they're alive, I'll pay attention. No part of me believes they're winning the NL East. No part of me. You know, I, this is a theme. So here in Chicago, and this is not the only city, you're locked in for the playoffs. Supposed, you know, not officially. We're still waiting for some clinching games. But we see teams tail off when they have very little to play for or just to get over that final hump. Like Tampa Bay, uh, they're 5-5. Five and five, Or no, they're 4-6 and six in their last 10 games. Um, the White Sox, they, I think it's 5-7. of seven. They're losing to some bad teams. Right now it's the Detroit Tigers. 
uh, Atlanta, playing 500 baseball their last 10 games. Uh, for some reason, there are a number of teams that just have failed to, to put these divisions away to solidify their spots. And, and I wonder why. I mean, I'm sure in a lot of cities, they're, they're freaking out. I remember same thing happened in 2005 with the White Sox. They dominated all season long, and then they, they had a rough patch in August. They got it together in September, and then they go on and win the World Series. They, they go on an unbelievable run. But this is a thing, and I know it's a little bit different uh, scenario, but it's a scenario for your Phillies because the Braves are going through their issues. Uh, th this is happening across the game right now. And, and I do feel like once we get to the postseason, mentally it's a huge reset for these guys. Oh, I agree. I mean, the crazy part is if the Phillies had just played a little bit better over the past three weeks, they might be in first place. They might be one out. The Braves really haven't played great baseball for about a month now. They had a great month before this. But the right. Braves have kind of puttered along. Um, but the bottom line is time is running out for the Phillies. You know, if the Braves play 500 down the stretch, the Phillies have to go something like 9-2, and two, you know, 9-3, and three, whatever it is with the games that are left on the schedule. It's going to be difficult. Uh, the question is, can they get there? I am much more excited about my Bryce Harper MVP ticket than I am the Phillies yeah. to win the division. Like, I think Bryce is going to win the MVP. Three more hits last night. Um, he's doing a good job. But I, I just, I don't think the Phillies are going to get there. It would take an incredible run, including a series win in Atlanta next week to do it. Okay, so let's move on to our final headline. Or did you have any thoughts, Joe? Sorry about no, that. I, I, no, so, uh, I was just going to ask. Um, <laughs> are you going to hedge with Tatis at all? It's plus money. Or are you no. good? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about. It. I'm just. Yeah, I, no, I, I think I agree with you. I think you have it won. Neither team yeah. we expect to be in the postseason, but the Phillies are in the conversation now. The Padres sure. are not. Uh, some of their numbers, like neck and neck, like slugging percentage, they're right next to each other. Harper, big advantage in OPS, bigger market. I think you're good. I'm just asking the question because. Um, for many, many months, people thought that it was Tatis and only Tatis. So I looked yesterday. I, I thought about this. MLB.com actually put out a, um, a poll where they, they polled all their experts on who's going to win. Harper was the overwhelming first place winner in that. It mm. made me – not, not, not all those people have votes, obviously, right? It's, it's not exactly the, the, the voter uh, base. But they all but talk. All them, they all talk they all, all year. Play. Right, yeah. exactly. So uh, that made me feel like maybe I don't have to – Hedge, but I've thought about it. it. It's definitely a thought. All right, so let's get to our final headline of the day. Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau's heated golf rivalry, their beef. It's well documented. Well, maybe on the heels of the Ryder Cup, it's time that they make up. So here's Bryson on where he stands with Brooks. Uh, you know, again, a lot of this social media stuff has definitely been driven by a lot of external factors, not necessarily us two. I mean, we had a great, we had some great conversations uh, tour championship week when we had dinner and then this week uh, as well. I had dinner, sat down, sat down to dinner with him last night and it was fine. And I think there may be something fun coming up here um, moving forward, but won't speak too much more on that. <laughs> we made up, I don't want to talk about it. We had dinner. Yeah, he was probably in the same room. There's like 50 guys having dinner. It, pro it probably wasn't a one-on-one -on -one scenario with, with the candlelight. So contrived. The whole thing is so, it's just nonsense. Total nonsense. They're good. They're good. I'll taste this hors d'oeuvre. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. Hey, Bryson. Hey, Brooksy, what do you think? Get out of here. Nobody <laughs> believes what you're selling. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know.
don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, this is BetQL Daily Joe, Ojo G, Aaron H. Coming up next, we're going to dive into all of these NFL matchups for week number three. That's next. Keep it locked on the BetQL Network.